0: Well, Diana and. Uh, my, my head is firmly up my cloaca. <laughs> 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 Blobfish, that's what it is. <laughs> Welcome to The Herd Mentality, an eclectic weekly mix of atheistic and humanistic conversations with complete strangers. I've never met them and they've never met me, but we're throwing caution to the wind, taking a risk with a dodgy internet connection, and God willing, get an interesting conversation for you to listen to. I'm your host, Questionable Adam, at Adam Reeks on Twitter, and it's time to meet our guests. Ladies and gentlemen, down the line with me I have Diana, who is... Hashtag atheist teen. Hello, Diana.
1: Hi. How are you?
0: Tired. <laughs> Thanks for caring. <laughs> and I've got here as uh, moral support. You can think of them as your virtual backup dancers. <laughs> Franco Soup. Hello. Hello, darling. The atheist blobfish. Hello, darling. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking um, exceptionally blobfishy today. It must be said. Not yes. you, Diana. This is. Speaking to atheist blobfish. Yes. Yeah, yes. Well, <laughs> you sound about as out of it as I feel at the moment because it's about five thirty yes, in the morning. I,
2: yeah, I would say I'm at about thirty four percent currently.
0: That's alarmingly accurate. I had somebody on the last episode, and he said, "I hope I live for a long time and then die at 95. And I thought, "That's that's pretty specific." Yeah, maybe he's I'd, got I'd, a really I'd, good I'd crystal ball. Out Anything
2: after thirty-five is fine by me.
0: Very well, but that's not why we're here to talk about random obscure thinkings of a blobfish. We're here to talk about no. Diana. So the story, as we understand it so far, is that you're, you've been outed in your school community mm-hmm. for having a, an anonymous Twitter account. So how did it all? Pass? out what's the story
1: as you know the internet is not a private place i had told two really close friends of mine about it and one of the friends has a twitter and she liked to check up on that other twitter because she has the same realm of thinking as i do and she would favorite some tweets and a lot of times when someone will favorite a tweet that's an account that you don't follow you'll get a notification of it and i believe that's how it all started i'm not for sure i don't really know the exact pinpoint of it but people found it and I wasn't alerted of it right away until my brother who was obviously a very good friend of mine but I was mad at him for doing this he told my mom about it because my mom had no idea any of this was happening. Pretty much from there, he said that a bunch of his friends had found it and that they had spread it around the school. It was out and a lot of people knew about it. And so immediately my mom made me deactivate it and she made me deactivate my actual Twitter. And it was all just very upsetting, kind of unrooting.
0: So what sort of fallout was there at school?
1: At first, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, okay, it's probably just a couple people that had found it, whatever. And then the next day I went to school. School and I told my two closest friends about everything that had happened. Yeah, I went to school. I think I don't remember if I went to school or not. One day I didn't go to school because I was so afraid about what would happen at school. But when I went, there was a lot of people, kind of just whispers in the hallway, stares at me. Like some friends would report back to me some things that people would find or say. And I don't really. The next couple days were a blur. But there would just be bits and pieces where friends would come up to me and they'd be like, "This girl is saying." you know, that you're a crazy Christian hater and that you want all Christians to die and burn and that you're excited to go to hell, stuff like that. And a lot of it was just kind of scary because I didn't know who was saying what. And I've always kind of been a person to confront people if they're saying something. And I really obviously wasn't able to do that. And eventually just started getting so bad that one day I just didn't go to school. I was afraid. And then the next day that I did go to school, people were spreading that I didn't go to school because I was getting in trouble because being a Christian hater is something Mm. to get in trouble for, even though I don't hate Christians. But it's just small kind of upsetting things that will happen at school. Someone will bring it up. Someone will look at me, I'll hear laughing, people will call me a crazy atheist, you know, just harmful things, especially to a teenager's attitude. You get used to
0: that bit, though, people calling you a crazy atheist. Ra Mm -hmm. and uh, Blobfish and myself, we get it all the time. Mm -hmm. But it's a little different when it's an environment that you can just, you know, go home from work and that's the end of the day and you're relatively protected. And we've probably got more mechanisms in place to deal with that, but it's not the extreme you've had. Sounds like you're from an area where everyone's a Christian.
1: Yeah. I live in a town of about 2,500 people, and I would say about 2,490 of those people are all Christians. I also go to a school where every Thursday there's a Christian club meeting and people will go to school wearing t-shirts that have Bible verses on it. And it's very taboo to not believe in any of that, especially I was a Christian myself for, I would say, probably 13 years. Not being one around here is very strange to people. And they immediately, when they think of atheists, they think of devil worshiper or bad person.
0: There's not a lot of research happening there on their part, is there? (laughs) No. <laughs> Do you think perhaps they could put an episode of uh the herd mentality up on the school's PA system? Oh god. <laughs> really give everyone some education?
1: That would be great. Dust. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ra and Blobfish, you've been meddling in other people's affairs. <laughs> How have you meddled? How have you helped? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I had um, a DM from Blobfish, not his usual inappropriate ones, asking me, could I have a chat to Diana? Because um, he started, actually, how did you come to get in touch with Diana Blobby? I, I've never asked you that.
2: Well, she was always, when she had the kind of, she was always uh, teetering her about. It. She'd always post like a little funny comment that it made me laugh. And, mm-hmm. um, and she just disappeared. Last week, time, she favourited one of my tweets from her, her normal with a
3: hmm
2: and I, I recognized the picture so I DM'd her and asked her if she was okay and she wasn't
3: ah okay so, so that's when you contacted me and you said um could I yeah. have a word yeah yeah, yeah because as brilliant
2: felt. as I am <laughs> I've never spent much time as a 17 year old girl so I'm <laughs> you not had exactly your gender sure reassignment
3: how... before that didn't you
2: yeah I'm, um, I'm doing so it right now I'm not entirely sure how it feels to be a 17 year old girl so I thought well Maybe she'd be better off speaking to you as well as me. That's why I came to you.
3: Well, then um, I added Diana and, and asked, of course, permission if I could uh, DM her. We had a, a bit of a chat and you were a bit upset, weren't you, Diana? Um, yeah. You were feeling a bit vulnerable and fragile and you revealed some very upsetting things. And I've spent my whole life as an atheist, but I really felt for you, not just because being a girl and it's, it's I think, negotiating being a teenager is hard enough without all of that. But also that morning, I'd read an article that um, Sassy Waters, lovely girl on Twitter, sent me saying that um, Tennessee had passed some sort of legislation that was going to allow lawful bullying and harassment of the LGBT community on the grounds of religion. So they're exercising their religious freedom. And I was already feeling a little bit stabby because of that. And then your story, made me feel really cross and and I really felt for you and um, I asked Diana's permission if I could tweet about it anonymously because I thought if this is happening to Diana it must be happening to other girls and and, you know young men and and adults who are being bullied and harassed for their beliefs I mean we have a few friends on Twitter who because of their atheism have uh, lost their jobs so I thought oh well bollocks I'm, I'm sorry I saw You can edit that out. I'll tweet about it, and I did. And I just did a few tweets about what was happening with Diana. And I thought if people want to speak to her, because I'm not a parent, I don't know what it's like to have a child at school. But I know that we have lots and lots of very wonderful secular parents on Twitter who I follow and and follow me. And I thought they would probably be in in a position to help her a lot more than I could. So I thought, how can we do it without Diana's identity being revealed? And I, you know, I, my one synapse that works from time to time, I thought, well, I'll do a, a hashtag and people can tweet her on the hashtag and i was not expecting the outpouring of support and i was absolutely in tears reading the the messages to diana so many people tweeted you and i was
1: really moved just it was just amazing what did
3: you think of it diana how did you find the messages
1: well at first i was obviously really excited and then the more and the more people that were tweeting at me just the more less alone I felt just more surrounded by people who were just so encouraging and so ready to help me it was it was so different. I remember I told my friend about it, what was happening my and she just couldn't believe it either she said it was such a weird thing to be happening but it just felt so good to not be alone
0: So you, you've gone and read all of these tweets on that hashtag or, or many of them which have been the most helpful?
1: I would say I got... One from a mother who was an atheist and her daughter is also one too. And she said that high school seems like the rest of your life right now, but it's not. And once you're out, you feel so much different. You just kind of look back at it and you're like, I that, I was really hung up on that one thing. But now it doesn't even matter. And just so many people kept saying that over and over. Like, I know it's hard now, but you don't have that much time left. Once you're out, you'll realize how petty it kind of all was. Mm. And that really, even though you, it's hard to think about that when you're going through it, it really... did help Hmm. you sound brighter (laughs) (laughs) i i feel so much better yeah
2: anything to add mr blobfish just glad that uh, we were able to help and i just hope that diana never sort of feels like that again because uh, the thing that christians seem to do quite well is to sort of gang up and try and make other people feel their sort of religious guilt Mm -hmm. and they try and push that sort of thing onto people that just aren't interested in it uh, like threats of hell which are imaginary uh, they are quite vindictive threats i just hope that nobody has to experience that it's mm-hmm. a
0: benefit we're all born and living right now because several hundred years ago diana uh, you'd probably be being burned at the stake
1: yeah that's
2: true
0: so that's a blessing really yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. think about
2: it <laughs> yeah it could be worse you could be on fire be so, as a teacher
0: yeah. <laughs> could be in birmingham
2: <laughs> oh brilliant
3: One thing, if I may, Adam, um, I think um, a few people from, and I was really disappointed to see this. There was one, I could only see one unless Diana saw more. There was one Christian who came out and was really supportive of Diana. And it was really, really lovely just telling her to be herself. And I thought, what what a nice thing to say. What a nice representative of faith. There were a lot of messages from Christians basically saying that she'd made it up, that um, this wasn't happening. I don't know if you saw those, Diana. No. Um well, just good of you to bring those, it
0: up then, right
3: <laughs> No, well I just
0: I'm being
4: silly.
3: Just just <laughs> but just if you think about it even if diana had made it up how many other people are in the same situation that she is out there well, we, we and has nobody know. to tu- you know they have nobody to mm. turn to
0: we know of so many others and this is uh, yeah. like kaylee wilson she tried to set up an atheist group at her school or college high school mm. and was effectively bullied into closing it down Mm -hmm. And then the Secular Student Alliance got wind of it, and then the press got wind of it, and then people were talking about it, and it was growing, and it was getting all this interest. So Mm -hmm. you're not alone, Diana. There are other students in the same position as you. I'd get in touch with the Secular Student Alliance and see what you can come up with. Connect with some people who are in the same boat.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. have to do that definitely. Mm.
3: I think Diana's also in touch with um didn't uh, the American Humanist Society contact you, Diana?
1: Yeah, um I emailed a representative from there and I'm still waiting to hear from her back. But yeah, they kept they got in touch with me.
3: Wow. That's they cool. wanted to run her story. Excellent. And
1: there was, um, I forgot the name of that chap. He's a um, really
3: lovely chap. He does a, a blog, but he's has a large following and he does a, a blog. And he also wanted to speak to Diana. And you contacted him as well to, do mm-hmm. your, yeah. uh, to tell your story.
1: Yep. I'm probably actually going to be calling him tonight. Me and him have been emailing back and forth. And he lives about four hours away from where I do right now. He lives up in Chicago. And yeah, I should be getting in contact with him soon.
3: That's awesome.
0: So Diana Blobfish and uh, Ra, uh, thank you all very much for coming on the herd mentality for a brief well, update you. as to how not to bully people for not believing mm. in fairy tales, guys. Mm. Thank you very
1: much. Thank you, so much. thank you so
0: much. Herd mentalists, hear me. Here's a brief catch-up. It's been a pretty busy week for me outside of the podcast, and I do apologise for the delay in getting it to you. I should have an earlier episode out next week. I would like to be able to dedicate more time to it. At the moment, it's taking up all of the spare time I've got, but that will come as more and more tithers contribute to the show. I'll get to that in a moment. If you'd like to hear some more of me, and I just can't understand why anyone would... Episodes 17 and 18 of Atheistically Speaking with Thomas. You can hear me having a chat about some nonsense there. Episode 22 of The Rational Talk with John and JD. Episode 171 of The Imaginary Friends Show with Jake Wharton. Episode 129 of Cognitive Dissonance. Episodes 19 and 20 of The Barroom Atheist where Godless Smeghead and myself talk some Trek nonsense with Bill. I also do a brief monologue on c Webb's Sunday School. It came out on the 23rd of March. It doesn't have an episode number. The topic is changing your mind about God. So we talk about what it would take in order for me to actually believe in a God. And mm, standards are pretty high. Lastly, here on the show notes, I recently appeared on an episode of The Herd Mentality. So yes, do apologize for the delay. You can help contribute to the show by heading to herdmentalitypodcast.com and click the support tab at the top. And you can set up a recurring payment. It doesn't have to be much. $2 a month, $5 a month, $10 a million dollars a month. You can do whatever you like. But contributions per month of $5 or more will receive a hand-drawn herd mentality cow. And as I said, I've been busy. Next week, I'm going to take a day to sit down and draw these by hand and post them out to everybody. So the last batch I did had a wonderful response Everybody uh really enjoyed getting something real and tangible, even if it was utter nonsense. So, guys, thank you very much for the support and being able to do what I do. The, the show's growing. It's getting more listeners. You can help as well by heading to iTunes or Stitcher, especially Stitcher. I have... Two reviews in Stitcher, and one of them doesn't count because it's from Gamma Atheist. So if you could balance that out, please, I'd very much appreciate it. But iTunes as well. I Every now and then I go for a world tour and just click all the different countries and have a read of some of the reviews. They're very funny. Make them, if possible, disparaging. Make them horrible. And give it whatever star rating you choose. I've debated long and hard over naming the tithers who support the show. So I think I'm going to herd source this response. The Tithers, if you sit at the website, you can see your name scroll across the top. But I'm contemplating reading all new Tithers out on each new episode. But in order to catch up on the backlog, it would be quite a bit of time. So send me a message on Twitter. Just let me know whether or not you'd like to hear the names of the people who are supporting the show. So Herd Mentalist, thank you very much. Now let's go and have a listen to what Ray and Raylene are up to. (laughs) Hey, Raylene.
3: Oh, Ray, can you keep it down? I've got a headache.
0: What's, what's wrong with me talking at this volume now?
3: Oh, it's really annoying. I feel like I've been hit on the back of the head with a bag of dildos. I've got a hangover.
0: <laughs> Rock A bag of those can give you a hangover? What's going on?
3: I was missing you last night because, you, you know, I'm also lonely without you. But anyway... I was watching TV, The Great British Bake Off. I got really engrossed. I mean, I don't know what happened. Maybe maybe I flicked channels, but all of a sudden they were cooking these crystal cakes. I watched it for a long time and there were several episodes of this. It went on for a few hours and before I knew it was three o'clock in the morning and I drank two bottles of wine. I think I've seen these. Are these the healing crystals? No, Ray. They're, they're edible.
0: Edible healing crystals.
3: Well, I don't know, Ray, but it was, it was some sort of show called Breaking Bread, I think. It was a baking show. Right. I'm not sure.
0: Yes. Okay. But, um, I think I've seen uh, something like that on the electric television.
3: Yeah. And my, you know, hazy fog of dildo hangover. <laughs> I, I had a, a brilliant idea.
0: Well, that'll be thinking, a first.
3: Right. You're so mean to me. I'm, sure,
0: I'm sure. trying to try help. Let, let's hear it.
3: You know, we're having some monetary problems due to, you know, the, the Twitter handle going missing oh. and all several other things that happened.
0: Oh, the profit what loss if, is out of control. Well.
3: What if we did, like, a baking sale at uh, Living Waters or some kind of stall in a market selling sweets to, you know, nice Christians?
0: Oh, yes, I think I saw that. Uh, The healing crystal myth. Okay, a cake stall, you're suggesting, to raise some funds.
3: Well, yeah. Show right that mm. this breaking bread, this mm. cooking show, they were having money problems, right? And then they went on. I mean, these cakes sell for an awful lot of money. They must be delicious, right? Okay,
0: how do we build this this healing crystal myth?
3: You know, I can't, you know, even boil water without burning it. So don't ask me. I think we need to get in an expert to do this. An
0: expert. Every yeah, time we right. get no, every time we get in an expert, something horrendous happens.
3: All well, right, I'm going to burn down living waters if we don't get an expert you know we can't afford it and i'm trying to save some money as well for, right. you know for the renovation of my bucket fanny because <laughs> things are just
0: <laughs> we do also need a new testicle
3: well the... exactly and, and and the scaffolding in my bucket fanny is giving <laughs> way i mean i'm gonna sound like a walrus <laughs> clapping every time i walk in the room
0: right it sounds like we need somebody with a phd somebody important somebody who knows how to mix up these crystal uh these healing meth crystals
3: Should at goggle.com and goggle. find dot out.
0: Goggle.com. Right, yes, uh, get on the goggle and uh, see who you can come up with. Uh, right. Uh, who's that? Uh, no. Oh, that one looks good. Dr. Susan Shumsky.
3: Oh, it says here she's a doctor of divinity, right? So she's a woman of God. It's exactly what we need in oh, living Waters.
0: That's exactly what we're after. All right, get her on the blower.
3: All right.
1: Okay.
4: Revelation dot This is Dr.
3: Susan Shumsky. Have you hugged a tree today? Uh, I tried hugging Ray's wood earlier, but he wouldn't let me. But anyway, hi, uh, Dr. Shumsky. This is Raylene. I am Ray Comfort's assistant. I'm sure you've heard of him. He's very famous. I was just wondering, are you a doctor of divinity? It says so on your website. I am a doctor of divinity. Are you having divine problems? We do need a little bit of divine intervention, you see. We, we need to cook up some of that healing crystal meth because we're having a bit of money problems, all to do with... Uh, you know, an A-horsepower butt plug, etc. Long story. Anyway, Ray has an old homebrew kit and we want to set up a stall in a market selling this healing crystal meth. So we need to cook it in large quantities. Are you able to help us? If you want to
4: receive clear and precise inner guidance from a divine doctor such as myself, I see no problem with helping you out. I definitely want to help with your divine healing, and that sounds like a a wonderful idea.
0: Hey, hey, Raylene, ask her if she can uh, do something about a a healing crystal ball. (laughs) What about? No, 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 what about a a healing crystal eight ball? That way I'll be able to (laughs) predict the future from my...
3: Shut up, Ray! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... All right, Dr. Shumsky, shall I see you at Living Waters at about 4 o'clock this afternoon? Oh, absolutely. Happiness is postponed until
4: you get to the next thing. I absolutely want to get to the next thing with you guys.
3: Yep, see you then. Bye! Dr. Shumsky if you just come with me we'll go downstairs to the basement where Ray's um, usually found fiddling with his you know deflated scrotum or whatever
0: Hello. Oh, okay, come, come in.
3: Hi, Ray. This is Dr. Shumsky. She's going to help us with the Healing Crystal Meth batch. Oh,
0: uh, Your Holiness. Welcome, welcome. Always good to see another man of uh, or woman uh, woman of God in the uh Loving Waters dungeon.
4: How many women have you had in this dungeon?
0: Uh Rayleigh, help <laughs> me out. <laughs> Very few. Now, I've cleaned out the home brew kit. What's involved in making the healing crystals?
4: Well, the first thing that we need to do is examine our ingredients. We need some homeopathic bleach. Right. I think it's called for.
2: Yes, I've um, got some of that.
4: Okay, good. And make sure that we do this all with love. You need to be one with your creation right. and one with the Father. Ah. So we need to make sure that we have all organic materials. Oh,
0: well that's good news because I've got an organic Bible here. Is that going to help at all?
4: The word of God is definitely the first place to look.
0: Right. I also have here some uh, homeopathic Chanel number 5 to make it smell good. Is that going to be required?
4: Uh, you know, It can't hurt. Alright,
0: in hurt. it goes. I,
4: I, when you're wanting to make something, you obviously want to put the best into it, and Chanel is obviously a good choice. You Excellent. should probably use some yourself. Right, now Raylene, fire up the cauldron.
3: Alright Ray, I'm, I'm on it, like a car bonnet.
0: I do have an eye of a newt and a toe of a frog here. Are they going to be useful?
3: That would
4: absolutely be useful. You know, just listen to your inner voice.
0: Right, in they go. <laughs> Raylene, what have you got lying about?
3: I've got a couple of hairs from Deepak's chest, chesticles. <laughs> In they go like <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just channel some wisdom if you've got it.
3: Uh, we're a little bit short of wisdom around here, Ray. Eh?
0: Now, in order to give it some, some healing capacity, I'm told that lithium-ion batteries are the way to go. I've got this spear testicle that I had to scrape off a windscreen in the, the bulletproof Ray comfort mobile. Let me just remove the battery. All right. There we go. In it goes.
4: And at this point, I think that we need to pray and make sure that it cooks up.
0: All right. Let's hold hands and lead us in prayer. All
3: oh, right. Ray, this is- makes me moist sure, sure, you.
0: No. Oh. <laughs> we'll put it in the put it in the brew <laughs> right all hands and <laughs> off right. we go yeah. can you give us some Leviticus
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's pray in uh, some kiwi tongues let's bust out a haka hold hands one two three All right, did it work?
3: I I think it's about ready. Look at those, they're beautiful. They look like diamonds.
0: Yes, and the Bunsen burner's almost burned all of its Bunsen. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Bunsen stub.
4: You should absolutely test it out.
0: A good chef never tests his brew before trying it on the public. We're just in time for the Crystal Waters cake sale. Uh, Let's go upstairs. All right. All right, everything's on display. Look at all the kitties. Righto, kitties, come and get your healing crystal meth.
3: Oh, this is brilliant, Ray. I feel like I'm on that, you know, Great British Breaking Bad or the, Breaking Bread. I'm very confused. Baking
0: bread? It's all... Oh, look, the kitties are loving it. All right. Oh, gosh, they're uh, queuing up.
3: Uh, oh, Ray?
0: What, what's that? Um,
3: those kitties don't look very well. Right. Ray, do you think we should have tried this before? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, 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 dear. What you're seeing is them becoming becoming one with the Father right now. You can just see how happy they are. Oh, right well,
0: they're right all again. climbing no. trees the on boning and landposts. Mm.
3: Oh, absolutely. Hmm, we- moaning kids. It's like the Catholic Church. So <laughs> no, don't put that in there.
0: <laughs> Feeling the Holy Father in you. Raylene, these kids don't look too real.
3: Uh, I did say that, Ray, but you were listening to the Doctor of... Fucking
0: divinity, well, and
3: here we are now. But she's so divine. Ray, th- Ray, no! We're gonna end up in prison. I don't think there's something quite right, right. with the healing crystal meth. I don't know what's happened. We've got to go.
0: Raylene, quick to the comfort mobile. Make her run. Leave her alone. Where
3: are you
4: guys going? You need to have faith. No, your emotional just, well-being just, depends. No, just on stay your there. Don't guide
0: Don't follow us, Raylene. Put your foot down. Come on,
4: Worry, doubt, and fear will disappear when you put your trust in God. Have faith.
3: (laughs) Goodbye, (laughs) Raylene. Sorry. I didn't know you'd say hello. Okay, start again.
4: Divinerevelation.com. This is Susan Spunk. Spunsky? No, can't do that. Shumsky. DivineRevelation.com, Susan Shumsky speaking. I can't do it. I can't say her last name. Shumsky. Susan Shumsky, unique New York.
0: A little old lady was mutilated late last night.
4: DivineRevelation.com, Susan Chumsky. Chum, I can't even fucking say. How do you say her name? Chumsky? I think yes. it's Chumsky. Chumsky isn't it?
0: <laughs> You're a disgrace. <laughs> That's not making it to where. Come on.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever.
0: <laughs> and if it does, it'll be out of context.
3: Dr. Shumsky, you might be a doctor of divinity, but, you know, your grammar leaves a lot to be desired.
0: <laughs> Not a doctor of speaking, clearly. All right. Well, let's let's roll with that. How about uh, some praying in tongues? All together now? One, two, maybe, three. Maybe
3: we should do the
2: hacker. The <laughs> hacker? What? <laughs> do the hacker!